Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Thursday. We are one step closer to the beginning of training camp, which kicks off next Wednesday. And of course, the evening before Tuesday night, the 25th, Corey and I will be back with Packer Transplants live right here on the Cheesehead TV YouTube channel. Make sure you check it out. Always fun to get Corey back in the mix, get his take on things while uh, he's been away gardening, things that have happened throughout the offseason. It's all new to him, so you'll get some fresh perspectives, hopefully. Um, Also want to give a shout-out to our good friends over at Ticket King, obviously. Folks, if you want to watch the Green Bay Packers this season, utilize Ticket King. Don't use Ticketmaster. Don't use StubHub or SeatGeek. Use a local Wisconsin company that's been in Wisconsin since the early 90s, head to cheeseheadtv.com or use our app. Go to the schedule and you'll find individualized links for each and every game. People, if you want to watch the Packers in 2023, utilize Ticket King. You know you want to. And speaking of the 2023 Packers, what better way to kick off the season than with your very own copy of the official Green Bay Packers yearbook? That's right. Head to packersyearbook.com. Use promo code CHTV for 10% off. That's PackersYearbook.com, promo code CHTV for 10% off. That's what you want to do, folks. Get ready for the season right around the corner. I can feel like it's palpable. Can you tell I'm excited? Can you tell I was talking to my dad today about uh, heading to Wisconsin next Friday and getting ready for camp and being up? for practices every morning. I, I I can't wait. I'm so excited. I, I'm bursting at the seams with excitement. And I, I know we talked last week about the second year jump, but I needed to reiterate it today because, look, I get rookies are exciting, and I get that rookies add an element of the unknown, especially how uh, this season will undoubtedly transpire due to the roster reset that the Packers have basically set themselves up for here but i'm here to tell you folks the 2022 draft class from brian gutekunst will be the key for the 2023 season of the green bay packers the gentlemen's names are quay walker Devonte wyatt christian watson yes even sean ryan romeo dobbs zach tom kingsley and igbare Tariq carpenter even Jonathan Ford and Rashid Walker, and of course, Samari Torre. Those are the guys. Their development, their forward steps, their hopeful, you know, hopefully, uh, increased contributions across the board. Those are the players that are the key to the, you hear a lot, and I've seen a lot uh, over the course of the offseason, but it's definitely ramped up in the last couple of weeks. What are the Packers' expectations? What are the? Could they be a playoff team? I'll tell you what. If the majority of the guys that I just listed take a step and take a jump and improve their game and keep developing, yeah, the Packers will make the playoffs. Those are the guys. And yes, I understand Jordan Love has to play well, right? It, It it all revolves around the quarterback. It's all designed for the quarterback. But his supporting cast is what's going to help them get there. And those are the guys that are going to make it happen. I cannot stress it enough. I get it's very exciting 
thinking about Lucas Van Ness and Jaden Reed and all these guys. Like, I'm all in. I can't wait to get to camp, see who's who, what's what, who's contributing, who's getting in the mix, so to speak, with the starters and the rotation and all of that. But last year's draft class is the key and can and will be the difference in whether this team is, okay, they're definitely a year away, they show some promise, got a lot of holes to fill, et cetera, or this is a team that has reset its roster and gone very young, but is up and coming and filled with talent and ready to compete right now. They may not be ready to make a you know strong playoff push slash title run, but those gentlemen that I just listed will be the difference between we're sitting here in December thinking, oh God, I can't wait till next year when this, you know, they get some free agents, another draft class, et cetera. Or, oh man, they, they are in the hunt for a not only for a playoff berth, but to win the division and make some noise in the playoffs. And that's possible. Don't dismiss that possibility. It's entirely possible that this team could win the division, play a home playoff game, something that they didn't do last year, and make some noise in the dance, so to speak. I'm so, so ready for football season. I cannot wait. I know all of you are ready for football season as well. So many regulars. Gary's here, of course. What's up, Gary? Brandy is here, naturally. Wouldn't expect nothing less. Donnie starts us off with a super chat. What's up, Donnie? <laughs> Nags, I want your rant right now on justice. Disrespecting our boy Dobbs. Let our displeasure be heard. Uh, well, you know, this is nothing new. Uh, Justice meant, I, for those of you who aren't aware, Donnie is referencing something I just tweeted out uh, because Justice joined Andy Herman this week on Pack-A-Day Podcast, as I did on Monday. Justice's episode dropped today. Highly recommended. Cannot recommend it enough. You guys know I love Justice. Um, and he was on with me on Let's Talk Football a couple weeks ago. And he re reiterated today with Andy what he told me a couple weeks ago regarding Romeo Dobbs and the idea that, okay, if you've got trips to the right and you've got one guy offset to the left, usually the what's considered the X receiver, uh, Justice is worried about the fact that teams, yes, did understand that as the season went on, if you press Dobbs, if you really got physical with him at the line of scrimmage, he tended to struggle with that. Um, and, you know, I, I would quibble with Justice's... Uh, Police work and the fact that he struggled mightily prior to that injury he suffered in Detroit, uh, the same way he did later on in the season. But regardless, this is exactly what I'm talking about from the start of this stream. When I mean guys taking that jump, starting to excel, starting to develop. Man, what a guy did last year doesn't mean a whole lot this year. He could take a step back, he could stay the same, or he could improve. He could develop. He could have spent the entire offseason saying to himself, you know what? Yeah, I, I that was a part of my game that really was problematic and really kind of hurt my production and my ability to get open, etc. And who knows? Maybe he worked on it. Maybe it's something he and the coaches have identified and said, this is something you need to work on. I suspect it is. So let's let the young man get out there and show what he's you know, thinking of and doing and capable of after an off season of study. I mean, we've seen it. You got to think they've seen it and they know they need to work on it. So I believe in Romeo Dobbs. I believe he can be the X and I believe he will be pretty damn productive, especially when defensive coordinators 
are petrified about Christian Watson on each and every down. And then you get Jaden Reed in the mix. He'll undoubtedly be a home run waiting to happen. All of a sudden, as a defensive coordinator, you are completely forgetting about Romeo Dobbs. And then he's going to eat. That's just that's just where I'm living. And look, I love I've said I love justice. He's one of my favorite people in this business. But I have had to throw my gauntlet down. I have had to throw my my glove on the ground in front of him. Sir, this this insult will not stand to Romeo Dobbs. I, I kid. I have no idea what I'm doing. Vex, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. I need the blue uni and brown helmet throwbacks. I love those. I know that they're not incredibly popular with the fan base, but I love them. I'm with you, man. I, I, I love those. Uh, all I know is there's nothing the Packers could trot out there that could probably be worse than what the Colts did today. Holy Toledo. What's so funny is like all these teams are like announcing their throwback. The, the Seahawks throwbacks are amazing. So many cool, clean unis. And then out come the Colts like, hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, we thought we'd join the party. And everyone's like, okay, record scratch. Party's over. Let's go home. Tough scene, man. Tough scene. Vex again. What's up, man? Also, I'm tired of Matt LaFleur's bad coaching staff. Barry and Drayton, enough. Hire better coordinators. All right. Um, I understand what you're saying. Better, meaning people that you've heard of? Not always the case. Also, I mean, look. I get the Barry stigma, right? And the Barry frustration. God knows I, I'm I'm in with that. But again, as I've talked about often, I also understand his thinking behind sticking with Barry and continuity. And that all said, fool me once. So they got they got to put up or shut up this year. That is for damn sure. And I'll also, as I've also also talked about, um, I'm very fascinated to see what this offense looks like with another year of Stenovich giving his input especially in a year where there's not a quarterback at the line of scrimmage who is uh, allergic to running the football. I, I'm not saying, I'm just saying that, that's all. That's all I'm saying. Um, Aaron Donald or Buda Baker, who will be a better fit Callum w- with who not with the Packers. That's never going to happen. Neither one of those dudes are going to play with, for the Packers. Just, just so you know, uh, Soder, Acme Hats Rock. I they do. I have one. I love those. Dennis is here. What's up, Dennis? How are you? Aaron Picard, what's up? Is there a fan base easier to troll in professional sports than us Packers fans or just me? I think we're very passionate about our team, and so we jump into the fray, so to speak, uh very easily. So yeah, probably pretty easy to troll slash, you know, engage. But I will say, I mean. There is, to my money, there's no easier fan base to troll than the Bears. I mean, it's just, there's so much ammunition. There's so much material to utilize, you know? So, like, you talk about the ease of troll. Uh, Yeah, the Bears offer ample opportunity to do so. Overpowered by Funk. What a handle. What's up, man? Favorite talking head song, Not Burning Down the House. Okay, well... Not Burning Down the House, that is excluded. However, I will say the live version of Burning Down the House is probably one of my all-time favorites. Uh, but, but exercising, like taking that away, um, making Flippy Floppy probably is my favorite track. Uh, they have so many. 
Uh, Girlfriend is Better is another great one. Uh, Cycle Killer. You know, they have a ton, but uh, Making Flippy Floppy is probably my favorite. Colts New Uni is an alt uni, not a throwback. Uh, Gary, I Gary, I know. Is it their regular uniform? Is it a uniform designed to be worn alternately from their regular uni- Yeah, okay, right, much like a throwback? Okay, so it's in the same... Okay, we're all on the same page now. Good. Glad. I'm glad we're here. That was like when Venkman asks the guys what they're supposed to do about the fact that there's a floating apparition there, and, and Egon is like, you stop that. Lord. Oh, is okay. Can someone verify this for me? Um, we got Camille in here. What's up, Camille? Watson over 4.5 touchdowns this season feels like easy money. It does. And I saw that tweet. Uh, I believe it was yesterday. But has anyone gone to, was it DraftKings? I don't think it was FanDuel. I think it was DraftKings that reportedly has Watson at 4.5 over under touchdowns for the season i just gotta th- that feels a little unreal <laughs> i don't know i i don't know i'm not a DraftKings guy and i know it's not available in wisconsin so uh has anyone confirmed that that's true because if it's true camille i'm putting my mortgage on it <laughs> i mean the man had three touchdowns in one game last year what what are we doing here? That seems like the easiest money on earth. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Dustin, thanks for the super chat. Will by will I be in Green Bay for the end of preseason? Uh, no, I will be in Green Bay for the first part of preseason. Um, I'll be in Green Bay while the team, well, for like the week of family night, and then the week that they're away in Cincinnati, and I'll be there for the joint practices and the New England preseason game. Uh, and then I leave. I leave uh, prior to the last preseason game. Ryan, thanks for the super chat. I disagree with Vex about the throwbacks. Didn't the Packers wear a green and yellow jersey in the 40s? In the 40s? Um, they've had many. What was cool is a couple years ago, they had, at the start of camp, they had kind of like a, what you might see at a museum, lined up outside of Lambeau of all the different eras. And yeah, there was a green and yellow, and there was a blue, and there was like a real, like a not lime green, but bright green. Uh, there have been a lot of different iterations. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Legless. Bring trivia back. It's too late for trivia. Camp starts next week. Uh, maybe next year. Yeah, it was never going to happen this offseason, but maybe next year. Sandy. Everybody wants to know my travel itinerary. Will I be in Green Bay for the Saints game? Uh, to be determined. Um, I actually have a call about that tomorrow. So we'll see. Possibly. Uh, John, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Does anything touch the Chargers throwbacks? Never. The Powder Blues? Never. Best in the NFL NFL history. No doubt about it. Uh, Soder, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Hope everyone has a blast tonight in the village. Thank you, sir. Uh, Yes, if you are in the New York area, I'll be at Kettle of Fish tonight starting at 7 p.m. I'll be there for a few hours, so come on by, drink some beer, support the best Packers bar here in New York City. Um, Get ready to talk some ball and get ready for training camp. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
Now, do players still have to stay at St. Norbert's? No, Rick. They haven't done so since the pandemic. Um, they didn't last year, and I doubt they're going to do it again this year. Um, I think, unfortunately, it sure feels like that the uh, the pandemic killed Saint, the St. Saint Norbert's tradition, unfortunately. Um, Callum, that's a good question. Who is Corey looking forward to seeing in camp? That's an excellent question that will be answered next Tuesday night. Um, I can tell you the official, like the realistic answer is that probably no one because Corey never goes. What's hilarious to me is we spent all this time in New York City, like 25 years ago or whatever, when we first got here talking about, oh my gosh, I want to get to training camp. And then we would go to training camp and we would like line up at 7 a.m. to get good seats and go to camp. And we created content around it for Cheesehead TV and all this stuff. And now Corey literally could walk to practice anytime he wants and never goes. Ever. I mean, not ever. In the time that he's lived across the street from Lambeau Field, I don't think he's attended one practice ever. He's a different cat, man. He's also not gone to a single regular season game in the last couple of years. Yeah, he, he's playoffs only now. Uh, Mr. Tundra, will Kettle of Fish offer Carry the G beer at some point? Hopefully. We are very hopeful to make that happen. Probably not this year, but eventually. We're, we're really, really hoping. Ooh, whiskey, I'm with you. I am stoked to see Tucker Craft in pads. Sir, you and I are of like minds. Uh, look, we're all very excited about the potential that Musgrave has as far as a receiver, his speed, what have you. But I think Tucker Craft could probably make waves prior to Musgrave doing so, just because I think he's a bit more physical, uh, probably going to be utilized in line a little bit more, which will get him on the field a little bit more. I'm excited. I'm excited about both of them. But yeah, uh, of the two, Tucker is the one I'm really most kind of anxious to see start hitting people, right? Jonathan, talked a little bit about this yesterday. Nags, is Magoo a camp body or a legitimate contender for QB2? I feel like Clifford will secure that role. Never say never, right? I think mostly the idea is to open the competition up. Um, it's up to him, really. I suspect, I'm with you, I think Clifford probably grabs that job, but you never know. I mean, yeah, he's a former seventh-round pick. He knocked around for a bit, but he was a gamer in the USFL, albeit against very lesser competition but i don't dismiss his chances that experience should help and, you know all it does is you take a couple practices in a row where you're making plays and all of a sudden you get in the preseason you got a couple drives that you put together and you make plays and you score points and they're giving you more chances that's what it's going to take you know but look even if you do that it's no given i mean kurt bankard was a gamer you know, Banker didn't have great practices, but he played really well in the preseason games and he still didn't stick around. Right. Um, it takes a lot. It takes a lot, especially if you're trying to dislodge a draft pick. Um, and look, maybe Clifford flames out. You never know. Entirely possible. Right. So there's a lot of different moving parts there, but I think he's got a shot. Don't don't, don't dismiss him. Uh, that's That would be my my kind of take there. Will Packer Transplants be live on Facebook? No, it'll be YouTube only. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm sure kickers and punters is where Corey will put his focus. I love you guys. 
Um, Nags, how quiet is your folks' home after New York living? Oh, like a church mouse. It's crazy. It is very weird. Although, um, dad lives right next to uh, in the house where I grew up is right next to Appleton. What was Appleton Papers? I don't know what it's called now. Um, and so, <laughs> like, you do get a bunch of noise at like four, uh, not four, but 5 a.m. when you know, people arrive early for work and I mean, it's literally right next door. So there's a little bit of noise that kind of feels city like uh, at that point. And that funnily enough, that kind of helps me sleep. And there's a train a couple blocks away that rumbles sometimes in the middle of the night and you hear the horn. I don't know. It's, it's small town living, but I like it. It's good. And it helps. It probably does help me sleep. Ryan, thanks for the super chat. When does Carry the G go statewide? I don't have an official date, but soon, Ryan. Very, very soon. All right, everybody. I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on this video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Hopefully, I'll see you at Kettle of Fish. Go Pack Go.